The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Amanda Burst, and you are listening to the Showdown Podcast. Did I get it right? You got it right. Talk to me, man. It's your boy, Young Hope. If you turn the motherfucking noise up, we can get right into the proceedings this evening. The Showdown! Welcome to the Showdown Podcast. We're back. We had a week off. We apologize. Uh, we had I had a crazy comedy schedule. I was going on, so we apologize. But we don't charge you for this. So I don't really feel that guilty, if we're going to be completely honest. Uh, you <laughs> I was got- kind of wondering why we were apologizing. I mean, yeah, like, honestly, Vic, they should be, uh, they should be, like, paying us at least in a tweet, a like, a follow. <laughs> well, a couple of them do. A few. A handful. Mm-hmm. Same ones? If the handful was a shop teacher who was missing a couple of years. <laughs> that sultry, soulful voice you hear is that uh, of our co-host, Joined on the what, Corey? The Bottoms Up Skype line. Bottoms Up Draft Beer something. I can't remember the rest you of it. You are e- motherfucker. <laughs> Vic, hit him with it. You had, you had one motherfucking Vic, job. Vic, hit him with Just it. Just one. One fucking job. Nah, hit him with the other one, Vic. Yeah, that's my, that's my sound of choice from here on out. All right. <laughs> We blatantly ripped off Lebetard for too long. <laughs> Although we technically had the sound effect for the good thing, the uh, cosmic key and the coin before. Mm-hmm. Did, so. Anyways, he, uses, he uses cosmic key now? No, I'm saying we uh, used the cosmic key for positive or annoying things, like for me to annoy you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and then we used the coin sound for good comments uh, long before they were Which he that. stole from us by listening to our show. Of course, yeah, of course. They're loyal listeners. Yeah. Uh, they're one of the eight. Mm-hmm. Anyways, wait, wait, wait. by the way, that is that is uh, that soulful, sultry voice you hear is that of uh, the black host on the show, Vic Miller, on the Bottoms Up Skype line, Bottoms Up Draft Beer Warp Speed from White Ass Delaware. Yo. Oh, I thought maybe Vic had left the show. <laughs> uh, wouldn't have blamed him. Uh, that voice you heard fuck up a promo of one of the few companies to support this show. Is that of four weeks in a row, co-host Corey Miller. Hello. And I get this out of the way. I'm Brad Scott, and we are in the new townhomes, unknown studios. Uh, No longer at the Miller Zoo for now. Uh, Corey, I have a question. Vic, let me me actually address this question to Vic. Okay. Vic, do you think Corey fucked that up? Or do you think he fucked it up on purpose because he thought it would be funnier if he fucked up the uh, the slogan? Do you yeah. think he knew 
draft beer warp speed the entire time. <clears throat> well, based on prior week's uh, events, I'm going to say he fucked it up. <laughs> and I'm going to say he fucked it up simply because it would have mean it would have meant him being on point to fuck it up on purpose. I wish, and there would have been a little bit more joy in his voice had he have fucked it up on purpose. You know what I mean? I wish like we. Like you like I just fucked this up to make comedy gold, and that wasn't fair. I wish we like had the ability to like go back and listen and play it back in real time, like while we're on the air. Because I just want to hear how you said it again. Because it felt to be I almost had artificial. It. No, I almost had it. I couldn't remember. The felt last like part you knew the answer. I said draft, but beer. you were you thought you'd go for the joke. I just forgot the warp speed part. It's kind of the important part. I know. And see, if he if he had now, this is the other thing too to kind of to, to put the nail in the coffin for him. If he had have been doing it on purpose, he should have played it off with a quick rant. About how he was upping his game and he did it on purpose. Because then he could have played it off like he did do it on purpose. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's something you would have done, Brad. You would have been like, motherfucker, I did that on purpose. Blah, blah, blah. Like, played it off. <laughs> he but, just like, called you out. Corey? Corey, no. Well, because Brad knows, Brad knows how to cover his shit. <laughs> I know comedy. Exactly, see? I don't know much else, but <laughs> I know comedy and I know that wasn't it. Nope. <laughs> he was close. That's why I'm. That's why I'm not a comedian. Well, let's put it this way, okay? Corey has had a newfound renaissance for podcasting. Happens mm-hmm. to a lot of podcasters. You go through lulls where you just kind of, you know, especially like because we're very self-aware and a very honest show. We break that fourth wall a lot. And we let you guys in. Uh, we're aware we aren't a huge downloaded podcast. Uh, and you I've always said you don't have to tell them that. No, I've always oh, well, there's downloads. We're not doing this show for 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 no one. Although we always do this show as if no one's listening, mm-hmm. right? Has that not been my mantra since we started this show? That's exactly. That's do every accurate. episode as if we have no intention of anyone downloading it, mm-hmm. because then we don't fuck with the creativity to try to uh, please people, right? We do this show for us. And so that's kept us in a very small audience. <laughs> I know. Maybe we should <laughs> rethink that. But anyways, but it's not because of content. Because every person that has listened to this show has said they really like it. They think it is a good, entertaining show. The problem is there's 500,000 podcasts. Mm -hmm. So it's like trying to break into the, you know, it's like trying to break into every person's inner circle, you know? Right. And we showed up late. Yeah. I mean, we were here. You just didn't see us. Mm -hmm. Um, But Corey, like, so as a podcaster, you go through times where it gets harder to, to keep putting out content, you know, and... You get an you see it with our show. We get lazy on social media all the time. I honestly can't really blame you guys for not being as engaged with us uh, because we don't really engage you very often. Uh, and so go ahead, Corey. What uh, were you going to add? No, I was just going to say there there are times when you you do get into that you know normalcy and it's like you get comfortable, um, and so you continue to do the uh, you know. If if you're only if you're not putting up at a if you're not putting out a hundred percent and continuously for a long time you're like eh no whatever you kind of get comfortable with that uh, but now rejuvenated yeah he's he's rejuvenated he's reborn he is risen yep and so he actually he has earned if you're uh, if you're part of the whole Brad Scott Podomatic <laughs> universe cinematic universe um, if you're a asshole 
you'll be excited for this week's episode. Here's a sneak peek because we're going to put the, the WrestleMania episode out a few hours after this one. Uh, you guys will be on the inside. Corey's getting his WrestleMania name, mm-hmm. his official WrestleMania nickname, but Vic isn't sold on it. And uh, Vic, you want to hear? Let's do a preview. This is we may we actually I think not to not to go off topic. I think WrestleMania may be out uh, later today. Like on, we never a few go days late. Okay, so hey guys, this came out. <laughs> if you go back came, and listen to the episode, if you listen to now, this came out like. Oh, uh, are you no no? But put this one out early too. No, because this, well, we'll talk about that. All yes, time. this showdown has to go out before WrestleMania. But then I don't have anything to put out for this week. We'll record again this week. When? I go, I go to Colorado on Wednesday. Vic, are you available tomorrow? I'm not. I can't hear you anymore, Vic. Where'd you go? Hello? Hello? Yep. There he yeah. is. Are you available tomorrow? Uh, what's tomorrow, Monday? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would imply that, uh, no, no, I, I, can't, I can't do it tomorrow. Okay. Uh-oh. We're getting dangerously close to uh, asking him to, to fuck with the phone setting here. No, I, the, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. It's I right. don't want to do that. It's not that well, bad. Well, you know what? Okay. It, it, the song, Go nope. Get It. Damn it. I mean, yeah. Get back you could have just gone with it. They would have been used to us not following through on it. That's true. Uh, they are, however, used to you derailing the show for technicalities. <laughs> Hit him with a Vic. Way to stay on it there, my friend. Ooh, Vic, you had me nervous. I thought you were not, I thought you didn't hear me or you just, you know, whatever. And you were just going to go with the way to stay on it and leave it sit there. (laughs) Which would have been great because you wouldn't have been on it. Uh, So, yeah, Corey's rejuvenated. He's going to be a go-getter. He says he's going to, uh, to, uh, to really... Take the podcast to the next level. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be some subtle changes. He's now, nothing major. I think. I think Vic. You know. I think what would help him is if we give him a little push, and I think the way to do that is to give him an official title. How about? Oh. How about? Uh, executive in charge of social media, Corey Miller. ESM. Producer and social media producer. So you want me to produce and do social media and associate. Okay, well let's let's slow down on production. (laughs) Because for a while you've been skating by on adding an intro and a commercial here and there. Uh, So we'll see how that how much that upticks. We'll see. Uh, But we've given you (laughs) we've given you the title producer because you're the guy with the laptop. Oh, that's true. And you do the editing. Now, that's yeah. to be fair. He does a good job of editing. But anyways, producer, I think I think uh, social media director. Okay. Basically, I want you to do all the social you media. Want, you want me to do everything I was, I was and about you, to just say, show up. Um, you just show up for the show. I'm the talent, baby. <laughs> there it is. All right. Yeah, it was only a matter of time before I could drag yeah. it out of him. Only imagine what you consider me. Yeah. Okay. So, Corey. That's racist. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Good timing. Give yourself a coin, uh, Vic. <laughs> All right. Um. So, Corey's gonna be stepping up his game. Yep. Game just, will be stepped up, and you all are gonna see, you're all gonna get to. Uh, he's taking everything off. more serious, uh, including you know he's been working on his 365 movies in 365 days. Uh, where are you at, Corey? I'm a little behind. Right That's now. all right. Perfect. Moving on. What's the first thing you guys want to talk about? Uh, Corey, I will let you pick the first subject. Okay. Let's talk about the Deadpool trailer. 
All right, Vic, you were uh, you had some thoughts on that. Why don't you start us off on that? So uh, the new Deadpool trailer came out. Uh, we got to see a couple more minutes, um, as well as uh, the. Oh, real big... quick, real quick, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just so the audience is aware, the NBA playoffs are going on right now. I have FanDuel lineups going. I have San Antonio Golden State muted. So if you have to, if they have to get my attention, that's why. But I, I'm going to be listening. <laughs> so Vic, I'm sure that that was an important piece of the. the I know needed. what it, what what it I didn't want to be spaced out, and you guys have to like get my attention, and them going, "Why is he not paying attention to them?" Like I don't want them it, to think it's what, because you guys weren't interesting. It's, it, they're recording no, a show. He's was, not even paying attention to his own show. What that was was him getting out of doing exactly what he says he's not planning on doing. Because he's going to be like, remember the beginning of the show when I told you that might happen? Well, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's called laying the groundwork, Vic. <laughs> Priming the pump. Go uh, ahead, Vic. Tell us about the Deadpool 2 uh, new trailer. <laughs> so the Deadpool new, uh, the final trailer has come out for Deadpool. Uh, we get to see a few more of the actual uh, characters they've been kind of hiding in the background. Cable. Uh, well, they haven't hit him, but yes, Cable. Um, they show Shatterstar. We get to see Jazzy Beats as Domino a little bit closer up. We actually uh, get we, to hear their names too. Yeah, yeah, because uh, they kind of go through the bit where they're where he's. What were those two names you just said? Team together. Shatterstar. 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 Right. And Jazzy Beats as Domino. Yeah. Wait, Jazzy Beats. That's her real name. That's her name. Jazzy Beats is her name. That's her, the actress's name. J-A-Z-Z-Y. Wait, is that the actress's name or the character's J-A-Z-Z-Y. name? Yes. That's the actress's name is Jazzy Beats. Okay, so who's... What's the, as the, Domino. Domino is the character's okay, name. Okay, and then the other was... Shatterstar. That's the character. Why I would... Real because wh- I was getting ready to talk about... No, 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 no. Why did they name a, a character as that's supposed... Is he a villain or a superhero? Shadowstar is a, is a hero. He's part He's of He's a uh, hero. So, like, what is he like? Is he like a supernova that just has diarrhea? <laughs> what <are you> <laughs> oh, Jesus. It wasn't like shatter your rusty, like, star or no, something it's your... like that. No, it was like <laughs> shit your pants. <laughs> star. I don't understand why you are fighting this. I'm also waiting on the judgment of, uh,. Whether that's a, uh, you know, a, a golden coin or a, a trumpet. No, I'm not giving you anything for that. You just derailed my bit. <laughs> First of all, that was a hell of a joke, by the way. And I pulled it up masterfully what, 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 because I on. didn't go shit or poop. I went supernova to represent Star, who has diarrhea. Corey immediately figured it out. and was That was a genuine big laugh from him. Uh it was Shatterstar, Vic, a supernova that has diarrhea. That's a damn good joke. Okay. <laughs> Vic's not liking it too much. All right, so we got to see, we got to see, uh, we got to see Poopy Star, and uh, now we just got to the lowest comment. And Domino, <laughs> Domino, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, we get to see Terry Crews, which I was actually quite impressed with the fact that Terry Crews uh, didn't let anyone know he was going to be in this movie. You know Terry Crews is like, any, as soon as he finds out he's doing something, everybody and their mom knows about it. Like, he has no secrets when it comes to shit he's going to be doing. 
he actually managed to do the get in this movie without anyone knowing he was going to be taking up this. this, this wait, though, what? Uh, what? Wait, what? What? Who's Terry Crews playing? Uh, he's playing uh, Briggs, I think it is. Is that is that a? He's another. He's another member of of uh, of of Deadpool's team. Okay, X Force. Yeah. X-Force. But like he does anything that he does, especially when it's like geek centric, quote unquote, especially something in a comic book, getting into the Marvel universe, like he's always like the first one to be like, yeah, I'm going to be in this and blah, 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 blah. He probably had to be quiet about it. They probably made him stay quiet until it was he's revealed. He's had to stay quiet about a lot of things. I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're just putting it all out there. That's where we went too far on the show that used to have one cunt at least a show. I know. What happened to that? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you didn't you didn't give we a grew cunt. up. You just <laughs> we, some of us. Yeah, some of us have. Yeah. Yeah. Why do I feel like we all think we're all talking about someone else? <laughs> we're all talking about ourselves. <laughs> well, like I think they're talking about you. Nick probably thinks talking about me. You probably think you're talking about yourself. Yeah. So we see more characters. What else did we see? Like, I've seen up to the, like, okay. I've seen the one with him on the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Slicing bullets. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've seen, the, he's, got, he's getting a kid in this one, right? Or he's going to be watching over a kid? Well, he's he's trying to save a kid. Yeah. Is the yeah. storyline behind that? That's another, like, guarded secret as to who this kid is supposed to actually be. Is it a boy um, or a girl? Point, boy. It's a guy. It's a boy. But they haven't like they haven't even said what his name is as a character yet because it's like some big secret for some reason. But I think it's just to you know to play the the viewers. But it's they don't uh, want Professor you to know Xavier. who he is. Huh? It's Professor no, Xavier. Ah, then it's then it's uh, it's Logan. Obviously, it's Wolverine. Yeah, he's reincarnated. You got it. <laughs> he's gonna raise a forty-five-year-old Hugh Jackman. <laughs> he's right. a pyrokinetic. He's a pyrokinetic, and so that. It's it's a whole thing, but um, the big thing that everyone's been talking about is that there's a scene in here where he's talking to uh, he's like, oh well, what's your superpower? And this guy walks in, um, and that quote unquote what they call the dad bod, and he's like, yeah, I don't have any superpowers. I just saw your ad, so I came in. And Deadpool's like, you're in, like in two seconds. He's like, you're in there. And then the next scene, they show him like uh, Halo jumping out of a out of a plane. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Which I think is hilarious. So this guy has become, this guy is going to be this movie's Phil Coulson is what he's going to turn out to be. Probably. But is he, is this character in the comics that you're aware of? Uh, he could be. Um, and that depends on whether or not he's Peter Wisdom. There's a character in the, in the, in the X-Factor story. He's called Peter Wisdom. And he is, um, he doesn't look like him at all. So obviously, but it's a movie adaptation. So you don't really have to have that. But um, this guy's saying he has no mutant powers, but it could be that he's just, like, playing it off. But there is a guy named Peter Wisdom, and he signed on one of his – I read one of the things that he signed on his Twitter. He signed it Peter.W. So that kind of puts it towards it could be him or they could just be playing us. So you never know. I'd be curious to see where they're going with this and what what the story is behind this character. I mean, I think it would be cool if they just all of a sudden man, you find out that he is a mute, but he didn't want anybody to know about. I it. think it's, it's hilarious, it's though. I think it's, yeah, it's. I think it's so funny that you just have some random guy with, uh, assuming that he has no powers, you just yeah. get some random guy on the team. He doesn't even put on like a super suit of any kind. Like they all get geared up in their super suits. He's literally just got on a pair of slacks and a button and a, and a yeah uh, a dress shirt, <laughs> exactly. Halo jumping out of the plane. So. Yeah, I thought that was pretty hilarious. I'm looking forward to this. I, I love the first one. 
and uh, I, I, I'm sh- sure, I'm positive, they'll be able to keep up um, in terms of uh, the humor and and what they started the, the the whole franchise off with. Well, you you saw him throwing all of the uh, the Goonies quips in there, right? Yes, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> he calls him what he calls Josh Brolin one eyed Willie at one point. Yeah, and uh, what what was the other one? The other one was um, uh, I thought I saw a little Asian kid in there with like a microwave invention <laughs> thing. Uh, okay. A, a short round. Up. Yeah, short round. No, that was uh, that was Indiana Same Jones. Same kid, different movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they but, all look yeah. like <laughs> child actors. <laughs> you know, with their they're good at math and they're you know karate child what actors. What is going on here? <laughs> Um, Danovic, so... <laughs> you walked all over the best part of the joke, which is when I go, you know, child actors again. You said it twice. I let you have the first one. <laughs> nah, but that's not the big. You know, Vic, 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 no, you can't give yourself the coin at the end, Vic. Hey, I, I, I heard it. that. I did it on time. I did it on time. No, that was that like, was. You were like, hit him sneaky, with it. I hit him with it. Sneaky, sneaky, you, sneaky. No, no coin for you. I took your coin. Right on time. I took that coin. It does not belong to you, sir. And they say the black men are thieves. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that was Vic that said that? Yeah, for, for clarification, that was not either Brad or I that said that. And he's that. joining us on what, Corey? Who? Oh, uh, hit him with it, Vic. <laughs> We, who are we just talking about? Deadpool. Vic! <laughs> he, is Deadpool joining us, Corey? Do you see Deadpool Well, here? you asked me. Who are, In the who town are we homes, just... unknown studios. Do you see Deadpool? No. So what is Vic joining us on? Oh, he's joining us on the bottom, bottoms up Skype line. Bottoms up. Warp speed. Draft beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, hit him with a Vic. <laughs> I'm getting better. Oh, I actually remembered it this time. Oh, he still stumbled at the exact same spot. I know it. He even we even gave him a way out of it at the beginning of the episode where he could have done it just now and he would have been fine. No, that's not, no. Here's but the, he still stumbled. <laughs> here's the thing, Vic. I solved our earlier mystery. Oh. So. Earlier when he fucked up, the expression on his face was that of kind of like, oh, shit, I think I, I, fuck, I can't believe I fucked up, right? <laughs> right. And I thought that was him acting. This time, he really fucked up. <laughs> like, I think, I think, yeah, like, I think that was, I think the first time was on purpose and he was trying to act like, oh, I can't believe I fucked up. This time, I think he really fucked up. Because he immediately acted like, oh, I nailed that joke. That was the whole, that was my whole joke. That was, no, that was your giveaway. You fucking, you fucking, you fucking con artist. <laughs> that first one was not real. Artist. And then the real one, he's like, no, nah, you see what I fucked up there? That was smooth. See what I did? Like what I did there? You're a fraud. So, Vic, are you looking forward to Deadpool? Um, I am very much. So I think he just it. literally said he's very excited about this. What about you? Comes out on my birthday. Does it really? I didn't yes. look at the. I don't 17th? even know what date that comes out. Um, Avengers. Wait, wait to slip your birthday in there, Brad. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all about me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have my birthday on Facebook. Yeah, I took mine off too. Really? Wait, what? You remember time? Uh, well, that's just because it didn't go back far enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back just go there. Now, if you guys are, if we've mentioned it on the show, uh, Brad and I's other show, The Subjective Comedy, uh, on one of the episodes, we talked about uh, birthdays on Facebook and talked about how um, you didn't have yours on there and you felt like uh, that some people don't really know your birthday unless it shows up on Facebook and they really don't care and they just, oh, yeah, they they just put happy most birthday. People. No, most people. Yeah, they just put happy birthday because they feel obligated. Yes. So, no, they said they don't have your birthday because your phone literally, your phone, your computer goes, hey, it's so-and-so's birthday today. Yeah. Say something to now, them. Here's the thing. I don't have a problem with people that only know that it's your birthday because Facebook tells them that and they comment because it's your birthday. As long as they're your friend. My issue, my thing that annoyed no me. random fucking person. Yeah, like 60 of these comics who I've met one night on the road somewhere at a show. And they've never interacted with me on social media, nor have I with them. Yeah. And this is the only, this is the first I'm hearing of them since adding them as a friend. Yeah, you forgot that they were your and, friend. And it's just HBD. That's all they put? I mean, some people. Wow. So you well, go HBD. I love, I love the ones that send it to you as a, uh, as, a uh, as an instant message, like a private message. And the only thing in that private message is happy birthday. <laughs> Because yeah. you've known them for like two or three years, and the only time they ever say anything to you is when they're saying "Happy Birthday" because Facebook told so, them. So, so you don't you don't respond back, and then the next year they do it again. So now you just have a list of HBD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah, right yeah, after yeah. another. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's... I mean, they might have one on their end too, but like I usually like if I do it, I do it in their actual. Feed. I I, I like, would. I don't too. do it as a direct message. I will uh, if I get if I get that notification from Facebook, mm-hmm. like somebody's birthday. It's like, you know, that I'm friend, you know, genuinely friends with in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will text them. Happy birthday. I do not do Facebook because I will I will forget and I don't want to just do a generic HBD yeah. or, you know, whatever on everyone's. So I don't want anyone to feel left out. Somebody can feel left out because I'm just not going to do it for anybody. I picked that up from a comedian named Ryan Nee Miller. He's very funny. You should look him up. N-I-E-M-I-L-L-E-R, I believe. The name's familiar. Ryan Nee Miller. Uh, very funny comic, and he does the same thing. Like he's like, no, I don't wish anybody ever present Facebook. He's like, I don't want to fucking deal with any of it. Yeah, and I don't want people to get mad or thinking that I'm, you know, that they're that I'm sliding them in any way. Right. Well, you and I had that conversation on subjective, and the next day I took my birthday off there. A few months later, my birthday comes up. You know how many birthday messages I got on Facebook? Zero. Oh, Not a God single damn. person. Now, God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Talk about oh. proving the point. <laughs> I know. I would say hit him on it, Vic, but I would need you just to play like that. Uh, dun, 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 <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's Charlie it, Brown music. But what it proves is that most people on your friends list don't even know when it's your birthday and don't care because otherwise oh, they would already know. I know, but it was just, it was just, it was just the way you zero. But that's, no one cares about me. No, not even like that. I was proving the point that. No, yeah, no, I haven't and, gotten any. And like I you give, said. Like you said, what like you know, my close friends, I know their birthdays. I will text them and tell them that. I don't, I don't, I don't even worry about Facebook. Sometimes I'll say it on Facebook for other people that I'm not close with. Depends on who it is, though. My mom is the 
and daughter are the only people I could count on to like tell me happy birthday the the day of for sure. Mm-hmm. And my daughter's only because my mom remi- will remind her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, yeah I. I, I will say this the first time I the first thing I did was I was I was just like it was a couple days before my birthday and I was just like oh, I'll deactivate my wall. Hold on. And for some reason Darth Vader shows up. That should just be how Vic comes on every show. <laughs> every time we introduce him on that I, from now on Vic whenever we introduce you on the what Corey on the bottoms up skyplane draft beer warp speed. I noticed this there Vic uh, this time. He got the uh, the slogan right. Right. He's super proud of himself. Yes. Right. You know what he didn't he get glowing. right? Was he glowing? Yeah, and you know, he was glowing artificially. Uh, why? <laughs> what did he get right? So, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the pitch the way it's supposed to go, or the uh, the whatever the 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 promo the way it's supposed to go, and then I'll say it the you. way Corey said it. Or should I do it the other way? Should I say the way uh, Corey did and then say the way it's supposed to or say the way it's supposed yeah, to? Yeah, do it do the way Corey said it, then do it the so way So Corey it. goes, uh, uh, I go, Corey, he's joining us on the, uh, uh, the, the, the what? what? And he goes, draft beer, warp speed. I said the first part, too. I said bottoms up beer, but I think I forgot the skypeline part. Man, I want to go back and listen to that. <laughs> you know what? Pause. Folks, we'll be right back. Welcome back. I figured it out. So, Vic, you said to yep. do Corey's way and then my. Yep. Correct. You know, you know Corey? Here's what I want you to do. I, just want you to, I want you to drop what you just said in right now. Okay. On the bottoms up skyplane, draft beer, warp speed. Here's how it's supposed to go. You just heard Corey. Bottoms up skyplane. Bottoms up. Draft beer, warp speed. Did I, you notice the difference? A little bit. I forgot bottoms up a second. Second time. time. No. Bottoms up, skyline. Draft beer, warp speed. <laughs> he sounded hey. like a hostage. But but <laughs> bringing exactly what's on the card, Corey. I'm getting better at this. I'm getting. No, better. you had. You aren't. I'm at least getting most of no, the lines. We've been five weeks now, five episodes, and you still don't know the goddamn slogan. And it's four words. Well, it's not on my shirt. It's this four time. words, Corey. <laughs> like I would understand, if, like if it was like even every kiss begins with K or something like that. You know, like it's like six words, four words. What are they right now? Bombs up, draft beer, warp speed. <laughs> well, first of all, I asked you what the four words were for the slogan. There you go. Uh, I just gave you the whole one. And you, yeah, he still he still couldn't get that right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. So Man, you're putting me on the spot. It's so hard. How do you remember where we started with all this? We were talking about Deadpool. And, okay. And well, now we're done. We wrapped with Deadpool. up Deadpool. Yeah. Now, Vic, you get to pick the next subject. Uh, We've got Avengers coming. About, no, no, no. Hold on. Let's talk about positively or negatively chosen father moments. <laughs> oh, I know what he's talking about. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about too. Former kicker and domestic abuser. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Jay Feely. He, you know what? That could change the whole perception of this that thing, could. by the way. <laughs> so, okay, if you guys don't know, Corey, tell them what, they're, what we're talking about. Okay. Uh, just this past weekend, uh, actually this weekend, a few days ago, 
uh, Jay Feely tweeted out a picture of him and his daughter and his and her prom date, and he Jay was holding a gun and said and said something about how um, you know wishing them you know the best or whatever, making a joke like you know it's basically the whole uh, yeah you're not going to touch my daughter type of jokes. And hang people on, got- Corey. Hang on, Corey. Uh Wishing my beautiful daughter and her date a great time at prom. Hashtag bad boys. Now, now from that tweet alone, that was a, obviously it's an apparent joke. In the photo, did you describe the photo? I okay, did, no, did he not. did not. He's <laughs> yeah. Like... Let, let me set the picture for you, folks. Jay is standing between his his daughter and her date. Um, is got kind of a cockish smile on his face. He has what looks to be a nine millimeter, possibly a 45 in his hand. Um, it is brandished face out so you can see the full pistol. Um, it is also right in front of the, 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 the boyfriend's crotch. It's the all- daughter is looking. The daughter is looking at the dad with a really like kind of cute smile on her face like, oh, dad. And the boyfriend is looking at the camera like, oh, fuck. And that's the scene. Mm-hmm. However. It's a bit, um, like imagine you can imagine him saying to to the boyfriend, you know, uh, just so you know, if this shoots all over her face, then this shoots all <laughs> over your face. <laughs> Are we on the same page, partner? So he come on, hold on, I gotta get something for that. Uh, uh, oh Jesus! I don't think. Oh, you want something from me? Yeah. That's a hell of a joke. He's not giving it to you. Ah, go ahead. So he tweets this out. You don't get it when you ask for it. Yeah. I, I'd say- if, I never asked, if I didn't ask for it, you'd never give it, except for racist and uh, and, and trumpet wah-wah-wahs. Yeah, well, see, that's what you, that's what he should get for asking for it. Yeah, you got to be more on the ball, Vic. That was a damn good joke. If that's not worthy of a coin sound. <laughs> All right. Corey, so Which he- actually... They've been playing. You just haven't heard them. <laughs> oh. So he tweets it. He tweets this out. It's an obvious joke. The hashtag same bad boys. That's a joke to the movie Bad Boys, where Will and uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence uh, pull the, pull out their guns when his when Martin Lawrence's uh, daughter's prom date. Oh, I thought up. he might have been referring uh, to the nickname that you know we also call police because of the theme song for the show cops, mm-hmm. uh, you know, referencing who's going to be showing up at his house later on that evening to that would have separate only have him been and if his wife. That, that would have only have been if his, uh, if his daughter's date was black. So, well, no, uh, again, so Corey, go ahead. So finish, finish what you're going to say. So he, so he, he tweets this out. It's an obvious joke, but people on Twitter went ballistic. They're, they're saying about how it's not funny and how wait 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 hold on hold on you mean to tell me you're gonna try to tell me and you're gonna try to sell me sir mm-hmm. that people on twitter didn't like something and didn't think a joke was funny. i know it's really shocking because you never see that on twitter everybody is so always positive it's crazy i know that, first of all the joke's better if you don't do that because you're selling me that remember like you i'm looking at you like you're a con artist so you should be yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, that's, yeah. that's the way to play that. I know. Because this will I'm, happen again, I have a feeling. I'm learning. I, yeah, I'm teaching. <laughs> you know what? Rejuvenation. <laughs> so, Reincarnation. But everybody was... I go get a... Everybody... GG. G squared. 
<coughs> Hedgehog. Kind of looks like Ron Jeremy. No, that is not going to happen. Hedgehog. No. Hedgehog. Um. So everybody. So everybody lost. Everybody. Chronic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I've seen that on shirts back in the nineties. Oh damn it! Okay. Yeah, that's not new. Wait, back in the eighties. No, in the nineties. You said eighties. No, I said nineties. Okay, go ahead. Anyhow, uh, you know, people were getting all upset because saying it's not funny, and you know, in in the environment that we live in now, in regards to gun safety and all that stuff, that's where they were, you know, th- that's where they were going with that. Not that it, that he's not a comedian, and they're not uh, that comedy isn't subjective, or it is subjective. Sorry. Oh, uh, hit him with a Vic. <laughs> I just fucked oh. all that up. He fucked up the promo for our uh. show. <laughs> oh man, go get it! I shouldn't have taken that hit earlier. Um. So anyhow, uh, but there were other people. So so hold on. There needs to be. So right now, I'm telling you, there should be a go getter. And there should be a hedgehog, and there should be a little meter in the middle. Ooh. And every time he fucks up, it goes He's towards close hedgehog. Close to a hedgehog. Every, every time he goes right, it goes towards go get it. That is so good, Vic. <laughs> that is so damn good. Right now we're what two notches towards hedgehog. Yes. When you say he's got, he's added a couple good things today, but I think he's more. I think that last one there, uh, oh, that's why fucking up the notches. subjective comedy promo, <laughs> is put him put him two notches towards hedgehog. Yeah. All right. How long do we give him? Before we, this becomes final, uh, I, I think it needs to be at least two episodes. Okay, so this episode and the next. Yeah, because he could. I mean, if we give him, if we only give him one episode, then he can't redeem himself. Like next week, he come back and just be on top of shit and be like, "Go get it." All right, you know cool. what I mean? So two episodes at least. All right, Corey, you have about whatever's left of this episode and the next one to prove yourself a go getter. Okay. <laughs> Don't end up a hedgehog, my friend. Yeah. Good luck. And uh, and if it ends up being go get it, that's a new T-shirt. Okay. We'll we'll have to figure out how we're gonna. If it's hedgehog, that's a new T-shirt. Shit. Oh hell yes, it is. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have suggested that. So, so anyway, there's a lot of people also coming out saying that uh, that it was obvious joke, and it was so funny because uh, one one lady actually said, uh, "Well, if that's a joke, I didn't think it was funny." I so wanted to tweet her back and say, well, yeah, but comedy is subjective. And Brad thought it was, he didn't really think it was that funny, but I thought it was great. That's a great, that would have been great, but I wanted to stay out of it. I didn't feel like, you know, because you can't win with some people. Hold on, hold on, hold on. As fathers, all three of us are fathers of daughters. Yep. And you know damn well that one of the biggest joys in life is being able to derail your daughter's first date. And being like, motherfucker, please. I wish you would. Whatever it is. Like, I literally, like, my, my, my brother-in-law had a shotgun on his table the first time this kid came over to his house. Like, it's it's one of those things that we all look forward to. I don't Hold understand on. why. What? No, go ahead. I don't understand why anybody should. I mean, first of all, looking at that picture, I can tell there's no clip in that. Gun. All right. Hold on, Vic. Hold on. Hold on. I want to I okay. stop you right before this. Uh, yeah, I understand it's probably fun for you, the giant black man, <laughs> to scare your daughter's dates. But do you think anybody is walking into Corey's house 
like walk into the Unabomber's C- house and be four, like, um, I'm going to take your C- daughter out. See, C- 410 Corey <laughs> sitting there, uh, not able to work his phone. <laughs> Look. And you think that guy's terrified? You think Corey's doing the intimidating muscle thing? Like, uh, hey, buddy. Well, that's where the gun comes in. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Then with me, it's not going to work either. Because I'm not even going to, like, know how to hold it or, like, I could never do, like, the cleaning the gun thing because I would be doing it wrong. And the guy would be like, you're about to shoot yourself in the face. Have you ever shot a, uh, shot a gun before? Sir, if you if that shoots in your face. <laughs> I'm shooting in her face. I'm shooting. <laughs> this will shoot do, in her face. You can't do anything about it at that point. <laughs> Have you ever fired a gun before? I got nothing on that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, a, a Cub Scouts. These rifles and to shoot targets. Oh, that's not. I don't think that's the same uh, thing. Handgun. I don't think I have. Yeah. No. I think Vic. I think Vic and I have talked about this before. You have, right? Well, of course. He had to every day on his way to school. <laughs> <laughs> he would just go through gunfire. It's a Both war ways zone. Hills. <laughs> it's a war going on outside, Corey. No man is safe from. Yeah. It don't matter if you. Three feet or eight on. Yeah. I'm just going to let that sit there. I think it's very stingy <laughs> with those goddamn coins. <laughs> He's like the leprechaun. But anyway, I just thought the whole thing was ridiculous in terms of people just getting, you know, making a big deal about it. Because it's like, it's an obvious joke. But why does it feel like every time something like this happens and there's somebody that is put on trial and we have to defend you know, comedy and having a sense of humor. Why does it always have to be like there's, the most controversial, a- worst person? Because the part of the story that may have, you know, you know, riled some people up is this guy has a history, you know, a, a past with dom- involving domestic violence. So he may not that may not be the best joke for him. Yeah. You know, when I first saw it this morning, I thought I was I, you know, totally didn't. I had totally forgotten about the whole domestic thing. Until you brought it up just a little bit ago. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, that, that's a little awkward now. Uh, yeah. It's awkward, but I I don't think anybody, I think everybody's first thought was because of the whole, uh, the gun, you know, the gun safety uh, issue that's going on right now. I think that was their that was their the first thing that popped into their head, not the whole that he's got domestic issues. No, I know. Thing. But I'm just it's just well, it's just like anything else when somebody comes forward on a positive or no, not a positive thing cuz weird to say that, but just when somebody comes forward like this, we have to like you feel we feel like we have to get behind them. And then it's always like a week later you find out something horrible that makes them the, basically the complete antithesis to whatever the cause is yeah. you're fighting for. Yeah. So I feel like this happens all the time like so, you know, like, of course it was Jay Feely. <laughs> you know? Well, there's, I think there's also, there's this weird moratorium where, and I understand, I kind of understand this, but they're saying, in, a, in the wake of everything that's been going on, all the school shootings, all the blah, 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 that whole thing, and not to make any light of it, they're like, this is not the appropriate way when you're talking, when you have two teenagers going to a high school function and you're brandishing a weapon, a well, firearm. Like, if that's you... kind of, that's where some of the people are coming from with that, and I understand their, I understand their, perspective on it like okay but it's still not that well, big yeah. of a deal well no to me i don't to even be like this huge thing i don't even understand that because that's not the intent clearly that is not the intent because he's not wearing a trench coat and he doesn't have an automatic weapon uh no, everybody no, no. knows no, not, shoot his up a school. Intent. not his intent the point is having a it's a school function 
It's obviously a school function. He's not even at and the school, though. He's at his house. I, I, I got you, but listen, it's a school Nobody function. Has, no their, school shooter has ever recorded a kill at their house. <laughs> they're, ref, they're referencing a school function, and they're referencing a gun. But, and people put two things, they put the two things together and they go, oh, this is in bad taste because of what's happened, you know, at the, the school, at the high school. But school. I feel like that's and, drawing too many lines. To it's it. exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. But that's what people are doing. And that's why they're all in an uproar of it. Like if you nobody would, wants, nobody wants to change the whole thing of it, but they, they want to address it as part of that problem, even though it has nothing to do with it. If he was wearing a trench coat with a Marilyn Manson t-shirt holding a copy of Doom with semi-automatic weapons draped all over him. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, ah, it's bad taste. Kind of funny. Bad taste. Uh, but, he, yeah, he's, he's, he's here's what I said earlier mm-hmm. to Corey when he told me. I said, uh, I don't think it's funny. Not because I'm offended. I mean, I am but I'm offended because it's such a hacky photo. <laughs> that photo's been done a billion times. Yeah. I said I thought it would have been funny if it was a picture of his daughter going, or his son going to prom and him holding the gun up in front of the, the his, his son's female date. And saying the same thing. Yeah, like, you know... Oh yeah, uh, that would have obviously been yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm protecting my boy. Yeah. She's not gonna right. take advantage. You better not take advantage of my son. To me, that would have been a funny joke. And if it has been done that way, I haven't seen that. But yeah, I've right. seen this photo of some variation of the dad with the gun with the prom date and everybody smiling and acting like they don't realize that he's got a, uh, a gun on him. Well, there are memes out there too that are like uh, you know that that ref- reference similar things like that like that with. Uh, no, no man's gonna touch my daughter or whatever, and it's a guy with a shot, uh, with a gun or a shotgun or whatever. And oh, dude, that's a cliche. Is exactly, old time. exactly, exactly my point. Um, I had a cousin that had posted this and posed the question: What? Why do we still allow things like this to to continue to be spread around? It's it, the the joke is not funny. It's it's sexist and yada yada. And and I simply said, you know what? Until you're a father. And you and you have a daughter, then um, you'll never understand. Nah, I hate that. No, it's it's true. <laughs> but I though. hate it's the it's the uh, you don't you've never put your hand in the dirt, so you don't know football. It's true. But I went argument. on to ex- I went on to explain though because you see your daughter growing up from a little baby all the way to a teenager. It's really hard. And Brad, you haven't you haven't witnessed this yet. But when they get to the teenager age, it's and they're starting to do other things that you know is not kid anymore. It's really hard um, as a, as a father to be able to uh, to come to terms with that, you know, because you still want them to be your little baby. It, I'm ready little... for my kid to grow up, dude. Well, All yeah, right, hold on, because she gets. Me, me... I get. I have more in common with her the older she gets, and our conversations get more in depth than our. You know what I mean? Like I've I've enjoyed watching her grow up. Yeah, don't no, get I don't have wrong. a time where I'm like, oh, I remember when she was like two and I wish she could be like that again. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm exactly happy with where she is but now. And the older she gets, 
the more she'll be able to do for herself, the less I have to do. Because <laughs> I'm getting tired of caring for her ass. No, I'm just lazy <laughs> in general. It's an amazing fact that, like, it is astonishing that I have raised her this long by my, you know, not by myself. I have help. Yeah. But without a, without another parent. Right. Like, I, I think most people that know me would have been like, oh, I thought he would have given up after like a month. Yeah. <laughs> then like, oh, this is too fucking hard. She's better off with some rich family that will adopt her. I'm surprised he didn't leave her on at a fire station. Yeah, I didn't have that option. I didn't find out about it until she was six months, and I think that's past the expiration date. <laughs> Do you only get four? I think so. Like, there's a certain time period where they're like, "How old is this kid?" Like, "No, fucking get him out of here." Like, it comes oh, right he's, he's, he's homeless now. Okay, you can either go, you can either take him back, or he's homeless. You, you drop her off, Look, and they come out hey. and see her, and they're like, "Wait, come back! How old is she?" Jesus Christ! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> You two motherfuckers are just rambling on nonstop. Vic, They've it's the new topic. me. Oh Jesus! Shut up and look at your look at look at your message. Look at my message. What? <laughs> yes, look at your look at your look at your uh, your Facebook messenger. So this whole thing, there's actually a Pinterest uh, thing that says protected father pictures, and there's a bunch of pictures of prom pictures of dads with fucking guns. The one I sent you is the one that I think is the most fucked up of them all. But, um, like, this is not new. Like, there's nothing new about this. It's not a big fucking deal. This has been going on, like you said, forever. This is not the first person to do it. It's it's the context of the person that did do it that I think is more the problem than anything else. And the fact that he put it on Twitter, like, people are like, oh, you don't put things like that on Twitter. It's like, fuck you. This is the information age. The fucking president of the United States is making stupid comments on Twitter from his from the toilet. I think that this guy can put this shit on amongst people. Is that a... Is that a mixed fella or a white fella fella oh that's a white guy that's a white a, family right with the white with, daughter with well yeah with it with an automatic shotgun <laughs> this looks like a school shooter that that looks like a hate kid crime. who that kid did not know this was happening okay let's put it this way the look on their faces and the look on his he didn't know that gun was in his hand. i know for that ass i'd, I'd take the photo <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize he was an announcer. He's an announcer for CBS too. This mixed guy? So no, Jay Felix. Oh, this white guy? Hey, I'm telling you right now, boy. I better not have no Milano babies in nine months. Like, yeah, that's way more offensive. But, look, but here's here's the other thing. So this and this one is even more dangerous, I think, in my opinion, than than what he was doing because he's got that thing pointed directly at. I also. His hand's nowhere near the trigger. And I don't know if it, yeah, I can't tell if it's loaded or not. But, like, it's just, it's ridiculous. People get so offended about some of the silliest stuff. And there's tons and tons of pictures in this whole freaking Pinterest thing of people. There's, a, there's one with, like, three dudes surrounding some kid on, on, a, stair, on a stairway. Like, it's, it's just not necessary. All right, so uh, Kurt Schilling, former pitcher for the Boston uh, Red Sox and, and uh, Philadelphia Phillies, resident crazy person on social media. Yeah, he uh, he he tweeted to Jay Feely. He says, "Jay, no need to apologize. The only folks expecting an apology are ass clowns who hate you anyway. It was a joke. Any rational adult, he put that in all caps." Uh, that can read and has eyes, knows it was. And as a father, I agree with the wink-wink to the boyfriend. We know what they are. Uh, I'm not real sure what he means by that. Well, let me... Okay, so two things. One, I've never been the... Uh, 
that dad. What's I that? don't think like you said earlier. I just haven't waited. My daughter's become a teenager yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever be that dad. The uh, the rule for dating my daughter. Rule one: you can't. You know, like <laughs> I don't. I don't ever see myself being that. No, don't mis no, don't misconstrue it. You know, it's it's one thing to, you know to feel to have have trouble. Um, coming to terms with her being older and being able to, to go on dates and be able to do that because because now, you know, at that point she's becoming a young woman. It's another thing to when the guy shows up and you and you act like uh, some hard ass or, or something like that just to intimidate him. I would never do that personally, but it's... Well, to be fair, you really don't have that option. No. but It's easy to say I wouldn't intimidate someone when you can't intimidate them. Yes, okay, fine. We've got it. I'm short. It's not the shortness either, by the way. Well, I guess not. You know what? They don't. But here's the thing: they're they're in for trouble because they don't realize this is former uh, 103 pound uh, national champion wrestler Corey Miller. I'll take I'll take the national champion. <laughs> Couldn't even get out of. Did we lose Vic? Oh, I don't know. Did we? I Did think we, we may have. I'm here, but you guys have moved on to sports, so I'm. We're not talking sports. We're still talking Jay Feely. We're talking dads. Yeah. Uh, you lost me for a second there. I thought we. I thought you had veered well, off. Well, I just. I don't like. I don't, <laughs> Hit I don't, yourself I don't with do, it, Vic. I don't want to do. <laughs> Corey, 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 Corey. You know what? Just because of that. Why is it not working? The coin. Oh, the the coin is that, for me. Corey. Thank you. So That's now I'm one closer back over to go getter. No, no, make that it was a good me. joke. He it... said, shut up. He said, hit yourself with it. I gave him a coin, and then I gave myself the wah. Yeah, that's fair, but he doesn't okay. get to move over in the the hedgehog uh, go-getter <laughs> meter because he made that's, one that's, good joke. That's all he's going for. You know, right? you know, that, that's, that's, a, that's, that's an eighth. An eighth it's of the a, way? A, uh, no, it's a point. It's a point. Uh, point two. <laughs> it's like a rebound uh, and fan duel. You get one for the one point for the rebound, and then you get a point two. Oh, great! So you get one point two. Come, we're gonna we're gonna have to come up with a whole drawn out like rule set. Yeah. Oh no, we'll just we'll just <laughs> randomly talk about it on here, and after at the end of next episode, we'll just decide how he's done. I, yeah, and I, we'll I, feel hey, Corey, it out. Okay, and, no, I got it. I got it, Corey. Yeah. Uh, you cannot say anything, sir. As far as whether or not you believe you should be rewarded or denied, what you need to do is keep track of all the things you should be rewarded for to fight back when we tell you which way it's at. You see what I'm saying? So, like, instead of you like, hey, I get a point for that, you should be like, you know that thing where I nailed Vic with his own, like, get it? Then that would be a point. Like, Yeah, but then you guys would probably anything. just choose to ignore or to remember it. I don't remember that yeah, happening. It's it's recorded, dude. You yeah. can actually bust our ass with it, just pulling the recording off and be like, "That would get this. you a that would get you a closer to that gives you a one point six. Hell yeah, that's that because you know what that is. Hmm? That's a go getter. Oh, that was good, Vic. That was good. Uh, yeah, my other point was about uh, the whole dad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know I don't even remember. It. Like I don't know where we went off. You were, say, feel, you were saying it wasn't going to be a big deal for for yeah, you. Yeah, you, you say wouldn't. that now. Oh no, no no I remember now. Okay so yeah I said I'm not going to be that dad that's that serious about it. That's like because some dads do that. You know it's like no 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 you don't understand. Like any guy that blah, 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 my daughter like yeah. I don't, I think I'm self aware enough to go. You know what I 
like my daughter is incredibly special to me, but I don't want to be the guy that's like doing that to other people. Like, no, no, it's my daughter. Okay, I want you to remember that the next time uh, you're, you know, uh, face fucking uh, some whore you met at a bar. And just wonder if her dad is out there somewhere going, <laughs> that's my daughter, it's my little girl. And you're just going to, t- like, so, like, I, I'm self-aware enough to know that. Right. I've face fucked two girls uh, since <laughs> I've had a daughter, you know? Like, I have a completely 180'd my behavior. Um, but do you think that the whole, do you think this will become a kind of primitive, like, in, let's say, 10 years, will this become looked at as like a primitive almost along the lines of like making a racist joke or a really sexist joke or a joke about the mentally handicapped using those words like are we going to look back at the idea of it's just a joke that I'm going to murder this teenage boy because he wants to take my daughter to a dance you mean as quote unquote tasteless yeah because I mean at the root of it it is a adult murdering a child simply for wanting the, to go to a dance at the at the root of it yeah but and when you do stuff like let's act it out with like a photo where I have this gun I mean I can see where it could be uncomfortable in the wrong situation now if they have been together for a while and we don't know they, how long th- they've been together. I know that's what I'm saying if they if if like I'm not even talking about this particular situation. I'm talking about this in general. Uh, yeah. If the if the couple's been together for a while, the kids have been together for a while, and the dad knows the kid, you know, mm-hmm. and they have a playful relationship like that, that's fine. But like Vic said, with the with the black kid, that the semi-automatic weapon, it looks like he did, was not aware this was going to be a <laughs> thing. And I think if I was a kid showing up and the dad wanted to take a picture with me holding the gun up to me as a joke, it freaked me out a little bit. And then he's like, ha, 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 but I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it freak you out a little bit? Oh, yeah. So let me let me, let me me tell you, because you guys you guys have not hit this point yet. I've already been past this point. And as a father who's been at this point and further at this point, why do I keep saying this point? Um, my mindset was, oh, I'm not going to be that dude that's like, oh, you can't date my daughter, you can't blah, 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 because I know how boys are, yada, yada, yada. Like, I always said that They'll was like, a way to it's hit just it. stupid. And so you always just think you're like, this is stupid. Like I was just, I was a 67 year old boy myself. And my wife was always like, well, my wife. you just have to hope that she makes the right decisions, blah, blah, blah. And I, I get that. I understand that. But when you get to that point, when that kid shows up that first time to take your, your, your daughter out on a date, what you're saying right now is irrelevant. It will not play. You will not feel that way. You're going to have a completely different emotion about what's happening because you have now lost control over your kid that you have had all this time to take care of that you've watched over and everything else. And then they're walking out of the door and you're handing over her safety and well-being to some kid you don't know shit about or what his intentions are, knowing what you were like when you were that age. Exactly. And that was one of your, the... that, that mindset goes out the door as soon as that, as soon as he, as soon as you hear this, Mr. Scott, I'm here to take your daughter on a date. Your your brain will break right then and there. I and that's guarantee. and that's kind of the point that I was making to my cousin too. I was like, look, you know, us fathers, we were all ki- we were all those teenage boys at one time. We know what's going through their head, and so now by us allowing our daughters to go out, you know, on prom or whatever date they're they're going on, you know, it's like you're handing over her to somebody else, knowing that knowing how that boy probably is because um because you were once one and her response was well i don't think that's fair 
you know, what about the boys' parents? You know, you know, that's not, you know, you're. They had you're, the better joke. Huh? They had the better joke. Who? You said, what about the boys' parents? I said, the boys' parents had the better joke. No, well, what I'm saying is, she she's trying to say, you know, well, I know. that's that's unfair to the boy because that's making that's making it seem like every boy just wants to have sex. Well, yeah, we were all there. We know what they're like. We know what's going through their heads. Corey really has a vendetta against this lady. Uh, I have a feeling this whole <laughs> thing is just one lady that he really doesn't like. No, sorry, I got I got carried. By away. the way, Mr. Scott is my father. Call me Mr. Bin Laden. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's scare. Yes, that's been a lot of I've been hiding out. All right. I have a Russian accent. So, a couple quick things before we go to commercial. Well, what are we going to talk about? The Marvel uh, Infinity War yep. comes out yeah. Thursday. Comes out Thursday. Did you get your tickets yet, Brad? I am going to be performing at the Artcraft Theater in Franklin on Thursday for the Franklin Community School Corporation. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm going to have time to go see it Thursday. I may go see it Friday uh, afternoon or Friday evening with my daughter. Ah. And you know what I'm going to do? Hmm? Are you going to dress up like Iron Man? God! Vic hit him with it! I'm not prepared! Vic hit yourself with it and then hit him with it when you're prepared. That was for you. Now, there we go. Let me tell you the joke I was about to lay down that Corey had to interrupt for, are you going to wear an Iron Man suit? And that's how it sounded to me because I was so fucking pissed that he did it. <laughs> no, here's what I was going to say. Uh, when I said, you know, I'm either going to try to go see it, you know, maybe Thursday night after my show if I have time or maybe Friday afternoon or maybe I'll go Friday evening with my daughter. And I was going to say, and what I will do is when I arrive to pick my daughter up from my house, I will have a shotgun to my head. And take a photo and post it on social media. <laughs> Get it? Mm-hmm. Because I'm taking my daughter to the movie, mm-hmm. and I'm the, her dad as well. So yeah, I'm telling I, me that was a little deeper, you know. I mean, at the, well, no, it would have been fine at the surface without this whole big setup I had to give it. I like my Iron Man joke better though. Huh? I like my Iron Man joke better though. No, that Iron Man joke was terrible, wasn't it, Vic? I don't know. I, I kind of... What, what, what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> because... All he said was, are you going to wear an Iron Man suit? Because... How is that even idea, a joke? The idea What's of the punchline of that? The idea of you getting dressed up to go see Iron Man is absolutely ridiculous. Well, first of all... That's the joke. When I went and saw The Dark Knight Returns, I wore a Batman t-shirt, Vic. So how, what do you think of that? Dressing up as Iron Man... It's different from putting and, on an Iron Man t-shirt. And, uh, and, you didn't uh, own an Iron Man t-shirt. No, no, no. Vic, I also wore uh, the cock piece and the uh, the rubber nipples from Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, please tell me you took a selfie with it. Uh, yes. Well, well I, I'll send it to you. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> so why are you guys excited for uh, Avengers? Yeah. I'm, tired. I'm excited to see it be over. You're what? I'm excited for it to be over. You're excited to be over? Well, geez, look, I thought you, that's look, what you I said. Am, I, I, it is exactly what I said. It's, it's the next page needs to turn. We've been waiting for this to happen for so freaking long. It's, I, I'm afraid it's going to be less climactic than they play it out to be. Like, I'm just, I, as, as much as it's been hyped up, I'm just afraid it's not going to hit. Like, they'll the end up mark. not killing like, any Avengers at all. They'll kill them yeah. all in part Everyone two. lives. 
I feel like this. I feel like it's so hyped up. I'm gonna be disappointed, and I know that you, it's not fair to say because there's really no basis behind that. But it just that's just like I'm so tired of hearing about it. I just want it to be over. I am tired of all the content that's been being brought up about it. I'm tired every time I open up something. The first thing you have is all of these uh, uh, what reviews of what's going to happen on on uh, on Infinity Wars. This is what could be an Infinity Wars. Like it's just flooded. To be like fair, social media has been over flooded with it. Well, but for to, so long that I just want the next thing. I want the next thing. To be fair, Vic. I mean, like it's probably also, but that's because of your social media with your your interests. That's going to be the predominant thing. No, and that's, that's completely like my, true. My social that's media timelines true. are pretty divided. There's like, uh, there's like, you know, a lot of people talking about the uh, Infinity War, but a lot of it's NBA playoffs. So I see right. a ton of shit for NBA playoffs and everything else. Uh, so yeah, I, I, see, mine's, but mine's, I weird. Hype. mine's weird because it's it's like it's it political stuff, and then like uh, and then Black Lives Matter, my geek shit. Yeah, you know. Uh, I, but then it's it's black division. I do understand like the hype fatigue though. It can yeah. wear you out to like it's like WrestleMania. I mean, they kind of do that to you with WrestleMania, right? Like the weeks leading up to it, they really turn it on into where you are. Yeah, you get to the point where you're like, oh, I just want to see these matches get over with and mm-hmm. you know, be done. Yeah. The well, most the interesting thing that I've started doing is I've been looking for other like trailers. Like I've actively been looking for different trailers to see besides Infinity Wars. I'm so tired of seeing it. And there's some interesting stuff like starting to to kind of pop up here and there. Um, there's one called Genesis that's coming out at some point soon. Um, and like, there's just other things out there, but it's so inundated and the only thing anyone cares about is what Marvel's doing right now that like a lot of the stuff is getting blasted by. I'm excited for it. I'll be seeing it on Sunday, Sunday, uh, evening. I'm seeing super troopers too, as well. Uh, I've been waiting for that forever. Yes. I could use more trailers for that. I'm glad they're not. (laughs) I'm glad they're not. Wait, and I, that was one of the things that uh, a couple of the guys from uh, Broken Lizard had said, that they were trying to be careful about the trailers and trying not to put a lot of stuff out there in terms of, uh, like, all the jokes because they know uh, that, you know, trailers sometimes will show too much and give all the jokes away. Uh, and so when you see the movie, it's like, yeah, I already, you know, I already heard that joke. It's not funny. So they're trying to limit it as much as possible. But uh, and I'm glad I haven't seen that many. I've actually kind of t- not turned to look at a trailer when I heard it was coming on, just so I didn't, you know, get caught up in it. And they've even kept a lot of the cameos secret because because the, for that same reason. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be seeing that. I believe on Thursday. I thought you just said you were going to see a Sunday. No, I'm seeing Avengers on Sunday. I'm seeing both of them on Mount Colorado. Okay, I thought you were saying you were going to see those on the same day. Nope. In other words, what he's saying, he's going to be high off his ass when he sees both of them. Exactly. Uh, well, I thought he said he'd see him on the same day because I was like, oh, okay, he's going to fucking do the thing where he buys a ticket for a movie and then goes into the <laughs> theater no. the next movie. Nope, not at all. No, we're going. We uh, we finally figured out where they're going to play. We've been we've been trying to keep an eye on what uh, about when showtimes are for this weekend, and the one we usually go to, the theater we usually go to, uh, doesn't have anything up yet for it, but. Uh, uh, there's a different one. We found another theater that that is going to have it. So, uh, we got our we got our spot. So, we're I can't wait. I'm looking forward to both. You know what? Let's see right now. 
I'm going to look right now on the podcast. Yeah. And then we're going to probably commercial after this. Yeah. Oh, one other thing, too, I want to mention. While I'm out in Colorado, I, I intend on doing uh, shooting little videos and stuff while I'm out there. Just just random stuff like my reviews, my little quick review after Super Troopers 2 and after Avengers. Um, there might be some other stuff that happens. Um, and, well, it, and it'll be up on Facebook or on Twitter or whatever. Um, well, I mean, I, I think... Uh, I think, Vic, we can agree that will depend on who goes to Colorado, whether it's the go-getter <laughs> or the hedgehog. Right. So before we go to commercial, mm-hmm. I'm going to look right now on my phone and try to order my tickets uh, for the for Avengers. Okay, so let's see. Thursday. Okay. I think my show's at 7. 6.30 or 7. Let's say 7. Vic, this is where it's going to get interesting to see how long it takes you to Ooh, find one that's it's not only sold out. Yeah, see, here's the thing. It's only at 9.30, and that's going to be cutting it too close. So you know what? I'm going to have to look Friday. I have a feeling it's going to be sold out. That's my luck. All right, here we go. Friday. What kind of options? I need something during the day. Noon. Perfect. Let's see if they have let's any tickets for the noon. They've got one seat in the first row and one over in the corner. Four rows back. All right, here we go. We're moving into the select seat section. Oh, dude, only, okay. This is very. 12 seats are all, are taken. That's it. The, the blue are open? Yeah. Wow. That is noon Friday. Well, it is a school day. Now, which, you know what I hate about this, though? They don't show you which side and where. The goddamn, you know, like cut office for the balcony. Right. I just yeah, go yeah, back yeah. row. I don't like the back row. Why? Because uh, if I have to go to the restroom or something, I want to be right there. Here's the thing to deal with, especially when you're watching movies in IMAX or 3D, you want to get right in as, as close to the middle as possible. Yep. And so then, basically, what I base it off of, you know, the big speakers that are up on the walls, they have like three sets of speakers. Uh-huh. Always sit within one to two rows in front of or behind wherever that speaker line is. That's the best. Sound. I always try to go as far back as possible. If that means the last row, then I'm in the last I'm row. I'm usually. But it's right in the middle as possible. I'm usually accompanied by a 10 year old who's drinking right. a soda and having candy and will have to go to the bathroom at least one point during the movie. Well, there's only 12 people so in that movie. I try to sit as close to the exit as possible so we can sneak out so she can go to the bathroom and sneak back in without bothering anybody. Because right. I'm a very, very respectful movie patron. I am too. But I am buying my ticket now. I'm going to go that day. Purchase. And while he buys his ticket, uh, why don't uh, you take a listen to these commercials, and we'll be right back. And uh, actually, actually, God, hit him with a Vic. We'll be right back after this commercial break brought to you by Creative Marketing. Creative Marketing, that's creative with a K. Creative Marketing for signs, shirts, business cards, posters, whatever your printing needs, creative marketing. If you're going to advertise, why not do it creatively? Creative marketing with a K. Visit creativemarketing.com for more information. We'll be right back. At warp speed. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Showdown Podcast. You think my accent sounds as bad as Al Pacino's? No, it's worse. Ah, I got a little bit of Sean Connery in there, too. <laughs> and, that, and that old guy who stuck dick in Ireland for all the gold coins. <laughs> You're welcome. First, you'll get the podcast. Then you'll get the money. Then you'll get the respect. We're talking Scarface. We got to do commercials first, though? God damn it. Well, this is now the commercial music. I don't deserve to go first. Corey, go ahead. All right. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd, at NKO Gonzo. Vic. You can find me at MillerKing51 on all social media. It is Black and Angry. It's B-L-A-Q, the letter N and Angry on all the media. All right. I guess both of you are going to fuck up, and I'm guessing it's because Vic followed your fuck-up lead. You can find me at Brad Scott Comedy on all social media or go to bradscottcomedy.com for videos and links to social media. I also host a podcast with another gentleman at this table. Oh, that's me. Yes. Its name is Corey, and the podcast is called WrestleMania. It is a comedy-oriented podcast focused around the world of professional wrestling. We cover the news in and out of the ring, the most interesting stories of the week. And, uh, of course... It's not pro wrestling talk. It's sports entertaining WrestleMania available on uh, most platforms. So here's where I said both of you fucked up. Uh, yeah, no, I'm the no, one who apparently no, is promoting no. their other podcast. And oh my Corey God. didn't do it. And then Vic, you just didn't do it either. All you did was your social media because you followed his lead. You know so what? Because you blindly the- followed Corey. Corey, do you here's- do another podcast? Yes, I do another podcast. It's- oh, my God. What's it's- that other podcast? It's called Subjective Comedy. I should have to ask you what the other one is. What did I say? Do you do another podcast? Just saying, yes, I do. You know what, Vic? You go ahead. Do you do another podcast, Vic? Yes, I do. And that podcast is called The Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Hit you with it. You know, no, this is the problem. Your brand has got me flustered. So, like, I'm. (laughs) I was about to roll right off at the end of yours into Miller Times. And you went off, which threw me off completely. Like, as soon as you finished yours, I was, like, my mouth was opening to say something. You're like, oh, you guys fucked up. I think Vic and I were both on the same page as far as how we were going to announce to promote the shows. And then you were the only one that wanted us to do it all at once instead of the way we were doing it. Okay, so by the way, this is our new commercial music. So uh, what he's getting at is uh, Brad. Vic, it's the sad Snoopy music. Why? Because you didn't, you didn't follow suit, Brad. What didn't I do? All you would have had to do was gone along with the plan. Brad. Yep. We talked about this before the show. What was the plan? All you had to do was say your promo and then let us roll into ours, and everything would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? We no. talked about this before. What did we talk about? This, this is all your fault. Mm-hmm. What did I do? Yeah. We talked about this before. We said we do, we do our social media, and then we come back around and then do do the sh- uh, promote the show, other shows. We did not talk about that before this show. Yes, yeah. we did today. Yeah. When did we talk about it today? We did not talk about that today. Yeah, that's right before the show. You're fucking lying. No, we're not. Yeah, folks, it's all exactly it's all exactly set up. We, we did not discuss this before the show. 
First of all, th- th- if your your story has no credibility because it it would involve us talking about what like preparing. It would involve preparation, which we all know we never do. We spent a good forty five minutes talking about the show, Brad. What do you no, think we spent a good forty five minutes yeah. catching up with each other's lives, Vic. Yeah, and what are we doing on the show? Just for the love of God, tell them what your other podcast is. <laughs> I think this is the longest commercial. I stopped the music. Vic wouldn't let me get in the whole Charlie Brown music. I wanted to have the dun 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 dun, and just, just go. We're just we're we're acapella. <laughs> we're acapella. Is that what you just said? Acapella, Vic. That's not what you said. It's on the recording. I'm cutting it. Uh, you can find Corey and I checking out DC Comic TV on the Miller Times podcast, where we kind of and it's me bang, banging my head on the microphone and. Uh, just interrupts my promo. No respect. I tell you. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh, hold, no, on. We, oh, oh, hold on! Hold on! Hold on! New impression alert! New impression. Can't skate past that, Corey. Do that again. I tell you. That's it. That's it. That's his. That's the. That's his Rodney Dangerfield impression. It's just. I tell you. That's it. That's all he's got. Everybody usually says like, <laughs> oh, "I could do a Dangerfield." It's you know, like no, no respect. Corey's just. I tell you. It's almost like it's, it's almost like doing a show with Rodney Dangerfield, I'm sure. He was uh, supposed to say, wow. <laughs> All right, man, go ahead. I think he's done now. I forgot where I was, but, but you can check us out on the Miller Times podcast where Corey and I rate, talk about, and sometimes berate our favorite uh, DC Universe TV shows. Uh, you can find that wherever you can find podcasts or wherever your podcaster is tuned to anytime. Uh, Corey? Yeah, uh, Vic, or <laughs> Vic, Brad and I also do another show called Subjective Comedy Podcast. That's where um, Brad does not interrupt other promos by banging his head on the microphone. We sit around, we talk about anything except politics. Uh, it's called Subjective Comedy because we all know. Although we've talked politics. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> although comedy, uh, it may not be funny for you, but comedy is subjective. Oh my God, what was that at the end? What was that? What did you literally just say? Repeat those words. I said, if you may not think we're funny. You did not say, no, 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 no. What did you Comedy may not be funny, but it's subjective. Comedy may not be for you, but it's subjective. I don't think that's what I said. You said some variation of that. It's very close to that. What the little, you looking for the promo? Little, little, little smooth line there. Like the, it's not pro wrestling talk. It's sports entertaining. Yeah. It's, uh. Remember, if you don't think we're funny, comedy is subjective. So you do it better. Way better. You're apparently just not. You know what? That needs to be what go-getter Corey works on first. Is getting good My promos. promos and advertising. Like that's, that's how you eventually make money off a podcast, Corey, is getting people to sponsor the podcast. But if they hear that you can't even fucking get their <laughs> company slogan right and that you can't even be trusted with four words... I don't know. I think I think Josh would think it's funny that uh, at least. Oh, Josh, do you mean the guy who's obsessed with perfection and making sure everything is professional and looks like the best it can be would enjoy you fucking up saying four words? Well, it, he underst- he would understands this is a uh, comedy podcast, so you know. I guess if he didn't think it was and funny. plus it, not not only that, I mean you're correcting. Yeah, Corey set you up. Well, I I'm sorry, I was stuck. And in if my he own. didn't think it was funny, it is subjective after all. That, that would have been bad, too. It wouldn't just be comedy <laughs> subjective. 
Our Subjective Comedy Podcast, available on most platforms. Yeah. So let's talk Scarface. Let's not even break. Let's just keep going right at it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We have to have we have to we have to have the music uh that brings us back because you know, like people are expecting that. So we'll be right back. I sit alone in my voice. We're back. Woo, <laughs> 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 long break, but uh we are here. Are we you ready? Welcome back to Yeah, let, you know you know what, Corey? You I, I get this version. whole go getter rejuvenation, reborn, you know, whatever. It's adorable. But why don't you let me take the reins? Welcome back to the Showdown Podcast. Well, you did pick the edited version of the song. What is that E next to it? Listen to what he says at the beginning. He said, oh, am I on the radio? Oh, that E stands for edited? Yeah. I thought it stood for explicit. You would think so. There's a parental advisory sticker on that album. Maybe so. But uh, I've got the I've got the edited version, unedited version here. It doesn't matter. No, it does not. Thanks for pointing that out. Nobody probably noticed that. No. Because I talked immediately as it was coming on. Yeah, you did. <laughs> By the way, that's my new impression. It's my impression of someone who's fed up with their co-host and just resorts to banging their head on the microphone. Okay, they got it. I'm sure they're loving the constant popping in their ears. I'm sorry, folks. I'll stay quiet now. Keep the level down. I believe. I believe. I believe. You can I was fly. Flicked off by like four, like by by two people, four fingers, four middle fingers flaring at me like crazy. Oh, for hitting for the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing so wrong, but mic, this is hitting the mic doesn't deserve the same thing. No, because no, because we're doing it to to you when you're not paying attention and you're just arms are flailing <laughs> everywhere. And, you're like the Hulk ripping out of a, a shirt. <laughs> Looks like one of those wacky Mine old men. is honestly because you guys push me <laughs> to sadness. So I have to find some way to get that sadness out. And so. Okay, that's actually starting to hurt my ears. But thank you. All right. We're talking Scarface. We need bankroll and bus music. Hit it, Mick. Nope. Okay. What in what world do you remember, Corey, that I do the music? Didn't you get the this music? Yeah, didn't we? We sent it to you. No, I didn't get it. Where'd you send it to? We sent it to you in the chat, in the Facebook uh, thing. Uh, he when is was lying, this? but uh, here we go, Vic. It's a little segment we like to call Bank Roll or Buzz. And on this episode of Bankroll and Bus Corner, we would like to know what was the box office take for the 1983 hit Scarface based on a budget of $25 million. What was that box office take, Corey? What was the budget, Vic? $25 million. Which would give you a leeway of $2.5 million each way. Forty-five million. So I do have to say, Corey, you are getting better at this. But not that much better. <laughs> the right amount was sixty-five point nine million dollars. That's not bad. Very, very, very close. Now, um, 
the actual gross at the time of the uh, not the oh because remember we're doing the overall box office. The actual gross for the box office for the opening weekend was forty four million dollars. Boom. I just had the wrong title. <laughs> wrong That's what I'm title, saying. Yeah, no, you just closest you've ever been. You got one wrong. weekend right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I didn't think it, I wouldn't think that uh right away it would have been made a whole lot of money. That's why I was kind of thinking around that area because I don't think it became a cult or you know a, a cult phenomenon type of movie until later. Am I right about that? Um, I mean, it took them like it took a, it took a long time for the critics to kind of come around to it being not being as racially charged as it was because it was seriously yeah. Like, I mean, Pacino. People were pissed. Pacino may have been big, but he, I don't know how many movies he had done prior to this because he didn't. Am I wrong? I don't, I don't know his uh, his IMDb, but I mean, eighty three. Yeah, eighty three. I think I want to say he probably obviously started in the seventies, so it's not like he had a huge career like he does now. You know, so uh, he wouldn't have been a box office draw. Um, but. Brad, what uh, does this movie does Scarface still hold up for you? Thanks, Corey. I don't know if you can tell. I was trying to look up Al Pacino facts for you. I figured you were going when to FanDuel. Start- uh, no. Uh, by the way, he started acting in 1965. Mm, a little longer than I thought. And uh, before Scarface, uh, Godfather, Godfather Two. Well, I mean, also, uh, he was, you know, you said this was like where he took off or whatever. He was not known. Well, he was an Oscar-nominated ask- actor for Serpico in 1973. That was Oscar. Awesome. I didn't realize that was, was Oscar-nominated. So I'm guessing people knew who he was. Uh, maybe so. I don't think he was this unknown. Yeah, but, I mean, was he a box office draw like, you know, somebody like, I don't know, uh, I don't Arnold Al Pacino, Schwarzen- like at the t- well now now Ar- now Al Pacino is, is you know, a box office draw. Is he? Is Al Pacino a box office? Because when I think box office draw, I think The Rock. I think a lot of action or comedy stars. I don't think Al Pacino. For his well, you got to remember though. I mean, if you're talking about the '70s, '80s, and early '90s, he would have been a box office draw because that was the age of the of like the action movie and all that. But kind of or, stuff. but was that the movie? Was that him or the movie? Because what movie can you say is like uh, made a bunch of money at the box office because Al Pacino was the star? Like, what's the movie that? Again, I'm not like like Sin of a Woman. I don't think was was like Al Pacino driven. Like where people were going to see Al Pacino. I know. I know. I think the they wanted one. to go see that movie. He, he uh, everybody wanted to go see this movie because he was in it. Jack and Jill. They can him with it. I hate you right now. <laughs> I am trying to come up with answers for you, and you are doing shit that makes me have to go with what I was doing. <laughs> By the way, you would have been much better off going with uh, any given. Yes, I was thinking that. That was my first one. I was like, "No, nah, Jack and Jill. I gotta go with that well, one." Well, because the Jack and Jill, he's barely in. It's a horrible movie and a very cliche reference for a bad movie. <laughs> so you were just all over the place. Tap dancing and, 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 you know, running around the hacks. All right. Well, what did you... By the way, I have, a, I have a new sound effect that I would like to see if you guys... I'd like to test out on you guys. Okay. I thought we were talking Scarface, but okay. Well, Vic, hang on. Uh, Vic, While you, you look for that, Vic, 
Does this movie hey, still hold up for you? I, I got. I have. I have the movie. I have the movie for you. What movie? Dick Tracy. Mm. Yeah, but that's kind of like a cult hit. I there think. really isn't. There really isn't. I mean, he's got a lot of movies after you know the, after he did that, obviously. But like, none of them are anything that I think, like you were saying, uh, is like. Oh my God, Pacino's in this movie. I have to go see. He's it. had a few that went like straight to straight to video and DVD too. Well, I mean, he's he's a solid, well-known name brand actor, but I really think that Brad hit the mark. It's, he doesn't really have anything that says I'm going to go see this movie just because he's in it. Like he's yeah, <laughs> to that may be, be honest. Scarface, Scarface, and uh, and the Godfather saga are kind of like the the main two that I see. Yeah, that that might be Obviously, true. Serpentone. And that's not to say the other movies are bad, like Serpico no, or, or Injustice for All or, uh, you know, any of those. But it's like it's, he's just not a draw. He's not going to bring pe- flocks of people aren't going to show up just because it's Al Pacino. So that's why that's why getting back to the original reason we're talking about this. I didn't think the box office take was going to be that high. OK, you guys ready? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So whenever someone probably Corey. Says or does something hacky. Okay. Was that? Literally can't hear. I know you can hear. Is that Hacksaw Jim Duggan's? That's Hacksaw Jim Duggan's. Ho! That's the sound of hack. The hacksaw. Ho! I I could do you one better. You could go hack from WCW. Sandman, when he went to WCW, his name was Hack. Did he have a ho? No. So he didn't have any type of sound no, but that people would relate race. to him so that they could. Hold on. It's like, you know, I got a new toy and I, and I was just waiting to test it out. And Corey's like, oh, I'll give you an opportunity. Don't worry. Okay, so Vic. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Does this ho- still hold up? My thoughts are someone should spend that eight dollars on that cord I sent you. Uh, so this movie, um, I will, Vic. The first time I saw this movie was uh, probably the early nineties. You would have thought the Go Getter would have been on that, <laughs> right? He would have. Guess I'm sitting across it. from the Hedgehog today. You think he would have gone and got it? Um, so. Like I said, I saw it in the early 90s. It was always a big thing in high school. Everyone was like, oh, Scarface is the greatest movie ever, blah, blah, blah. Every rapper has their Scarface poster on their wall. You can't get through a Yo! MTV rap without their Scarface poster in their bedroom or, or in their cribs. den or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, Cribs. Like, it's it's just always one of those things, like, it, it's for whatever reason in quote-unquote urban community scarface is like a legend and responsible for everything because of how hard uh, tony montana was and how he came up from nothing and became who he was and i was like okay that's what i was confused when i watched it back then when i watched it back then i thought it was good for a what it was like just a crime kind of crimes type story like new jack city type thing from a different uh, perspective whatever the fuck Watching it again, I don't see what everyone sees in it, other Ooh. than the fact that it's that it really is just a, another crime land movie. A dude who like went for it, made it big, and then fucking flamed out. Like, 
don't know. It just it didn't it didn't hold any real relevance to me for in, in the rewatch. So, so that does not, not that does not hold up for you. Hold up for me. Brad, what about you? Uh yeah, because mainly I mean it held up to me. It held up for me because it, it it's like I it didn't I my feelings didn't change. I didn't like it less than I did the first time. Right. And I'm kind of with Vic. I wasn't a huge Scarface fan. Mm-hmm. Like I uh, I'd heard all the you know how great it was and everything else. I will say the chainsaw scene mm-hmm. the first time you see it. Is, oh God. Yeah, that's probably like the the moment that stood out the most for me. Um, but yeah, I uh. I, I thought I I felt like the first time I watched Scarface was like the first time I watched Requiem for a Dream or Clockwork Orange, but I liked Requiem for a Dream better. Mm-hmm. So it it was the it was the it, it, it was the same. I mean, it's just a good, it's it's a fine movie. So it still holds up. Yeah, it's the same. Then that means it's going into the Hall of Fame because for me it still holds up. Anytime, anytime this movie comes on uh, TV, even when it's edited, I will still sit there and watch it for a little bit. Um, I've got, I've got it on DVD, the whole collector's edition, whatever. Uh, I've got it. I, I love, I love this movie. I think it's in my top five actually of all time. And it's not something to where, um, you know, it's not something to where. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I feel the struggle or anything like that. It's just I look a little loud there. Sorry. I, 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 I like it for what it is. Yeah, there's you know, his accent's not all that great. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that. But there's a lot of scenes in there that just listening to him get into a heated discussion with somebody else, it's you know, it's it's a they can get in, it's intense and it's just like, oh man. And that's not to overlook the obvious scenes that you see all the time. The the whole say hello to my pretty or say hello to my pretty my friend. Pretty. Say hello to my pretty, <laughs> pretty friend. friend. And your dog too. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where I got confused there. Um, I've only got one thing in this world. Yeah. They're just my pretty girl and my dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I to me, I think there's a few parts in there that kind of, I don't know if it just. It seems like the movie is a little long. Do you have the uh, the whole time, the runtime on there, Vic? Oh, you're asking me a question. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know if you just happened to have it sitting there. It doesn't matter. But I think there's at times it seems like there there might be some things that you know could have been left out that, uh, just to make it a little bit shorter, just not necessary entirely. 100, I don't. 170 minutes. Yeah. So that's ten sh- minutes shy of three hours. Yeah. So. Um, in a time when movies that long just did not exist exactly (laughs) but i i really love i really love this movie the soundtrack you heard you heard a song earlier from the soundtrack Uh, i've got that soundtrack on my phone Um, so so hold on so do you think brian de palma and oliver stone being that they you know they they directed and and did the screenplay for it does that add to the extra because I mean, those guys are huge names when it really comes to it. As much as Al Pacino is, but I think they were obviously before he was. And they were the people who did this. But yeah, I but mean, it's... but that was early in Oliver Stone's career, so he wasn't even that big of a name at that time. And I think, and I'm not even so sure at that time if people really, uh, you know, knew writers' names or producers or direct. I mean, maybe some directors, but not um, not Oliver Stone. I'm sure. Uh, I I can't tell you offhand if this was. Um, or how many 
movies he had directed prior to to writing Scarface, but uh, I, d- I don't think at the time he was that um, popular or that famous. So no, I don't think Oliver Stone was. Maybe Brian De Palma because he had done some uh, movies back in the seventies as well. So I, at that time, yeah, he was um, he was a bigger name. But I don't think he had a, any kind of draw. I think Pacino probably had more of a draw than he did. But uh, but like I was saying, as far as the soundtrack goes, if you're a video game player, uh, one of the versions of Grand Theft Auto used a lot of the music from this on the game. So I w- so as you're driving around in the cars on the video game, you're you can sit there and put it on the radio, put it the radio on to uh, this basically the Scarface soundtrack. You know it's. I like it. It still holds up for me. Brad, was there any scenes besides the chainsaw scene that, you know, is, is any of your favorites or, you know, one thing you enjoy seeing? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just... He's I thought it was an okay movie. I mean, there's Vic, like... Vic, the chainsaw like, scene Way to defend that out. movie, Brad. Yep. Thank you very much. Um, I will say this. Here, here's here's a little uh, a little nugget, golden nugget. Um, they shot in Miami, and in in one of the in one of the uh, clubs that they go into, it's got on the walls. It's got all the trees and stuff painted on the walls. You know, it's you know what I'm talking about. That scene. Yep. Okay. Great. Yes. Um, that actually was filmed in the hotel. That I stayed in for my honeymoon. Ah. Yeah, and I actually one night we actually went did down. A bunch of blow. Yeah, we did a bunch of blow and. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, they have uh, they have this big this they have a big stage set up in there and you know you can go in there and you can eat and drink and put and they put the show on and that's the same room that uh, Scarface was shot in so that was kind of cool to see. so it's kind of cool so anyway. Uh, Anybody have anything else? Vic, did you have any scenes that you liked? I mean, no, I, like I said, it's it's not that I didn't like the movie. Like for the value of what it was as like a like a, a crime lord type movie. Like so, there's TV shows like Narco that's out right now that's mm-hmm. very much kind of the same storyline, and I enjoyed the I enjoy the content, but it just doesn't. It's not anything that I feel like was all that great to be like. Yeah, I really enjoyed this movie again now that I've watched it again. Like it just didn't. It didn't have that that same appeal that it had when I saw it the first time. First time I saw, it, I remember going, "Man, yeah, this is a really good movie. I really like this movie." Like watching it this time, I was just like, eh. "Scarface." <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> you know it, it it doesn't hold up as be. It doesn't hold up as well as it did when I saw it the first time, and that's kind of what the whole thing's about. But um, <laughs> I did find it interesting though that this was a remake of a movie named Scarface. Mm-hmm. And like and the they're getting ready to remake. This movie, yeah, they're getting ready to remake this movie again. <laughs> so this is gonna be like the three peat. <laughs> Wait, they're remaking Scarface. Yeah, there's a guy that's working right now to remake this movie. And speaking of which, Antonio Fuqua or Fuqua. Fuqua. <laughs> speaking of which, I actually got a hold of some of the uh, auditions for the remake. Oh, did you? Of Scarface. I did. I got the audio uh, from those sessions where they were, you know, uh, auditioning to, to be in it. I didn't realize they put that out. That, that they don't. Uh, I got a friend of the business, Corey. <sighs> I am a very respected comedian. Mm. 
So, um, you guys want to hear some of them? Sure, let's hear it. Nick? Yeah. Uh, Don't so... sound excited. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I can't wait. Okay. Remember, I'm the one that I'm the one that didn't thought it made it. So okay. <laughs> this is gonna register a little bit less on my funometer. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for putting faith in my comedy. But uh, go right ahead, sir. I reserve judgment. <laughs> audition tape for Miley Cyrus for role of Tony Montana, Scarface remake. I always tell the truth, buddy, even when I lie. <laughs> what you looking at, buddy? Y'all a bunch of fucking assholes. You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy, buddy. So what make you, so that what that make you, good? You're not good, buddy. You just don't know how to hide, how to lie. Me, I don't have that problem, buddy. I always tell the truth, even when I lie. So say goodnight to the bad guy, buddy. Come on, tell Billy I'm going to bed. Last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you. Come on, make way for the bad guy. Hey, here's a bad guy coming through, buddy. You better get out of his way. I don't know how she didn't make it. You know, buddy, I never fucked anybody over in my life. I didn't have it coming to him. You got that? All I have in this world is my balls and my word and my daddy, Billy. And I don't break them for no one, buddy. Understand? That piece of shit up there, I never liked him. I never trusted him, buddy. For all I know, he had me sit up and had my friend Angel Fernandez killed. But that's history, buddy. I'm here. He's not. Do you want to go on with me? You say it. You don't. Then make a move, buddy. That is a really long dialogue. You know what? Sure. Fuck you. How about that, buddy? <laughs> Corey, I didn't know you were sitting in on that. Holy shit. Audition for Christopher Lambert's role of Tony Montana. Scarface remake. You want to fuck with me? Well, uh, okay. Like, you want to play rough mortal child? Okay, well, say hello to my little friend. Pew, pew, pew. Sorcerer. <laughs> Ronnie Dangerfield. Reading for Frank Lopez. Scarface Rebeck. And Christopher Lambert. Reading the part of Tony Montana. Tony, don't kill me, please. I get no respect. The line is, I ain't gonna kill you, but I'm gonna fucking kill you. God damn it, Corey. What? What was wrong with that? What did we say at the beginning of the episode constitutes your Rodney Dangerfield impression? Okay, you just want me to do that. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. We're not doing it over again. This is staying in because you're fuck up. (laughs) Is gonna be funnier than anything we could come up with. That, but Rick, do you remember what his what his impression was supposed to be? No, I know that. But when you put when you set it up, and I was supposed to read the line, I thought that's you wanted me to actually read the line. I was just saying. Uh, 
It's, you know, it kind of is my fault, I guess. I should have had him do a Tony Montana thing. You know what? Let's leave all this in and try it again. All right. See if you can get it. So, so how, how do you want me to do it then? Rodney Dangerfield rooting for the part of Tony Montana, Scarface Remix. Hit him with it, Vic. You've got the first line, you dummy. No, you're just supposed to. Hit him with it, Vic. Just, Vic, before we. (laughs) What constitutes your goddamn Rodney Dangerfield impression? What did we say at the beginning of the episode was going to be the entire impression where I said, anytime I said Dangerfield, what were you supposed to say? I get no respect, I tell you. It's just I tell you. There you go. Okay. You again tried but, to go for the joke that you didn't know. But the better way to go with that would have been for you if you just would have said, no, and you know what? The show's over as soon as I get done with this sentence. Thank you for listening. For Corey Miller, for Vic Miller, I'm Brad Scott. The joke, Corey, was what do you say when we say Dangerfield? You say draft beer warp speed. Way you looking at? Yeah, you're all about the fucking assholes. You know why? Because you don't have the guests to be what you wanna be. You need people like me, sorcerer. You need people like me so I can point my fucking fingers at the mortal children and say, "Pew, pew." That's the bad guy. <laughs>